0: Again. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Timeless Podcast here uh, on YouTube, Spotify and if we got it up anywhere else by the time that you are listening to this.
1: I thought you we were going to make a big thing about telling them we got Spotify.
0: We got Spotify now, We've yeah.
1: We've got Spotify and I'm on Twitter, that's
0: the big one. Uh, yeah, biggest George is on Twitter. we got an intro, I don't know whether you heard it, you definitely did if you're here, we got an intro, it's mental.
1: We we've upped production value, would you look
0: we've at We've got we've got we've got like a, a logo now. Mm. Um we got oh my god, it's been we've been we've been, everything. Be, we've been busy boys over the past literally two days.
1: It's done, been the most stressful thing in my life. I've it's been Yeah, because there was so
0: to to set it all up, we won't go into the ins and outs of it, but it was very confusing. Nothing mm-hmm. was quite clear. But what we were to do. It's actually a lot simpler once you get to the detail yeah, of it. Yeah,
1: but they don't tell you how simple it is. Every single video online, every single web page, every single source was just like you need to do this thing and then this thing and then that results in this and then you need to find this specific code here. No, you don't. Just get an RSS feed.
0: Yeah, it's actually been it's been amazing. Um, but now, as you can see, we've actually overhauled. The uh, the podcast now, so this is the new style that we got. It's virtually the same show; nothing's really changed. Uh, but you'll you'll be hearing more sound bites throughout the the, the episode. Yes, we have like our that. production
1: value.
0: Yeah, um, absolutely. But George, have you been up to much this week? Obviously, still in UK lockdown. But
1: Steven Universe finished. Do you want to I'm talk about so this? annoyed. This We're talking some... about this right now. This is something. This is, something, that's su- very this is close. something
0: that I don't know about, so I'll leave George so, to do this one. So,
1: Steven Universe is an animated TV show that I have uh, fallen in love with over the last couple of years. How dare you have your phone on whilst we've upped production value and everything? Um, but no, Steven Universe is this amazing cu- uh, sort of animated TV show that's aired on cartoon network for a little while there's been a movie there's been all of this good stuff and they've just finished it with the final episode of steven universe future um and my god it was so good (laughs) all of that show is really great um and i'm gonna miss it so much i need to find something to fill the fill the void
0: now, I'm going to sound like a complete noob, but was there, like, an overarching story that they had to wrap yeah, up? Yeah, or... of course
1: there was. Um, so, it's all... The final episode was very much... They, they sort of finished their overarching story in, like, the first... Se- in like the, in the original series of Steven Universe. Um, and then Steven Universe future was them, like, tying up loose ends and stuff like that. But, um... Yeah, I was very, very happy with how it actually ends and stuff like that and it's heartwarming and it almost made me cry but it didn't quite uh, and I was very very happy with everything that happened in that show
0: the only thing that I know about Steven Universe and this is going to show again how much of a noob I am is that there was a pro wrestling episode of <laughs> yeah, Steven man. Universe
1: well it's not a pro wrestling it's more okay. of just like
0: a you know what American yeah. star wrestling it's called professional wrestling um, if you want to get me to get specific uh, and uh, there was something like a character needed to do something rather, but I know that's as much as I know. Unfortunately, it's not something that I'd really get into. Not my yeah. thing. Um, yeah. Have you been doing anything else, mate?
1: Not really. I- I've been reading Game of Thrones still. I'm. I've. S- I set myself a challenge yesterday to read a hundred pages a day, and so far today I haven't read any. So after this, I'm going to immediately hop onto the book and give it a quick, quick blast through.
0: In the words of uh, your favorite character and mine
1: blame me,
0: Yeah, old Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, I, hundred words a day is mega. I've I've actually got nothing to read anymore. I finished Iwadi on top quite a while ago. I do. We, I, we were talking about doing some book reviews in here, and I do. Uh, I do think you should read at Childhood's End at some point. Okay. Cool. Uh, which is the story where Ace meets the thirtieth Doctor. It's on yeah. Amazon for like ten quid right now cool cool so it's it's good stuff uh, either that or get the audio but, but I've got both I've got the physical copy and the audiobook. book uh, only because the audio book comes with Sophie Aldrin doing all the impressions so I think it's hilarious <laughs> uh, she's very good but she admitted that she couldn't do a Sylve impression but no if you guys if you guys haven't read the if you guys haven't read the series uh, the book I recommend giving it a read uh, so that's all you've been up to then this week yeah pretty much man I've been super busy with what? Uh, obviously we had the Doctor Who re-watches this week that we've yeah. been doing. That they've been in full force. I've been able to actually start. You know, obviously we watched Mandalorian, but we did a lot of Disney Plus stuff. Obviously, we've still got to do our college work.
1: For some reason.
0: For some reason. We're not getting uh, marked
1: on it apparently anymore, but
0: we still got to do it. No, I think the good thing about this these Rewatches and obviously, you haven't took part Yeah, I hope you're going to take part in the one coming up. We'll talk about that. I later. now have Twitter. He's, so he's yes. now joined Twitter and you did look at Matt Smith's and Bill Nye's Twitter, and it was some of the Very funniest funny. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it that, but you know, first of all, there was the Rose one, uh, the Trip of a Lifetime, which I believe was last Saturday. Um, if my memory serves, it might not have been. It was definitely the... Well, it wasn't was the 50th anniversary, no, yeah, though. Yeah, but that was that was after last week's show.
1: Okay.
0: No, that was before last week's show, even. So we talked about that last week. I see. Um, and then we had the Rose one, which was for the 15th anniversary of Rose. Um, and then we had this one, which was definitely the biggest one, for sure. Because we had Matt Smith, Karen Gillan. Yeah, man. Tony Curran, who played Vincent, and Bill Nighy. Uh, Just just tweeting. Um, And it was some of the best stuff. Uh, You know, and I think it shows how good the fandom can be.
1: Yeah, we've all sort of come together on Twitter, you know, especially after uh, the sort of divide that Timeless uh, Children provided. You know, it's nice to see a lot of people come in and seeing them uh, rejoice after some, like, what they would deem some good
0: old classic doctor who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the episodes they chose have been really uh, interesting as well. Obviously, they chose the 50th yeah. for just a random reason because it's you someone gets something out of the 50th. I don't I don't think anyone particularly hates the 50th or through through. No, definitely not. So, I think that was a good first choice and then the others have been done for a reason apart from 11th hour. I think the one that's coming up which we'll talk about in the news in a minute. It's just been more well, well, unpopular, but obviously uh, the the one for Rose was for the 15th anniversary of Rose, and then the, yesterday was well we, we recorded this on the, on the third, 31st of March. Yesterday was the birthday of Vince Van Goth, so uh, um, that's why they did that. And uh, no, I think it was just it was it's really interesting how they did it. Yeah, man. As well, um, because of um, the fact that. You know, it got quite emotional towards the end. I don't know whether you saw, but like Karen Gillan was crying. Uh, t- like t- uh, Tony, who plays Vincent, was on Instagram saying how uh, they they gave him the painting of Vincent and stuff, and he was honoured. And Matt nice. Smith, and then Matt Smith was like, "I, you know, love you all, stay safe, and all that." Um, and he even recorded a little video as he was using the Eleventh Doctor Sonic Screwdriver television remote to watch the episode. Yeah, I, I love the fact he's got one of those.
1: Hell yeah! He uh, does. Makes
0: you so happy, and uh, it, the, 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 uh, interestingly, his mother, Matt Smith's mother, is quite active on Twitter. <laughs> and, uh, no she's like, one of the most lovely people. So As he signed off, she said, "I'm really, really proud of you," and stuff. And it, uh just let like, you know, just uh, you know, those sorts of things. I yeah. just love the fact we're coming together in a time of crisis.
1: Hell yeah, we because... are at the moment. I feel like we have the most active fandom in the world. Like just because this entire thing's yeah. happened, and everybody has. Taken to Twitter and just stayed in contact with people, and for some people, it's the only bit of human interaction they get, you know
0: yeah, one thing I do find a bit sad is that there um, I don't know whether it was yesterday as well in the afternoon or Sunday evening, but there was a, there was to a, be a class rewatch, which I think only certain <laughs> people part in. now the, the composer Blair Moett, who is actually a very good composer, the music from class is like the only decent stuff in there. Is genuinely, you know, he was the one that organised it, but I, d- I, just don't think many people got involved because classes. Hmm. Well, it's something. Um,
1: classes are, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Something. It's,
0: it's, it's on Netflix if you want to watch it, but yeah, not for me. They
1: don't, they don't want it for BritBox. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and then I think there's a Torchwood one coming up as well, but that's with John Barrowman on Instagram Live, so nice. I don't know when that is, but you want to go hang out with the barman, then to watch the torchwood torchwood um but i this is like because I, I i don't know how to speak for you but during this crisis i feel like i'm doing okay That like, i'm handling myself pretty well i'm not feeling too sad or depressed like no, some people yet. are i'm doing pretty all right at the minute um, obviously, yeah. I'm, I'm not enjoying myself. I'd rather be able <laughs> to go out and see my family and friends and all that. It's yeah, of course. quite sad, but I know some people are doing quite well. They're not doing their best at the minute. And I, I like the fact that these rewatches are bringing people together and you know, yeah, just keep them keep rolling, keep you know, become a part of these things, guys. If you're listening to this, because they are something special. And I think even if you may have fell out of love with Doctor Who, join in these rewatches on Twitter. Because there's no, there's no, there's no, like, I rarely, if ever, when I look on Twitter, I know he have destroyed, but I rarely, when I look on Twitter, see the hate anymore when, when yeah. during these rewatches, as they're no, like, oh, Chris Chibnall ruined it all. However, um, there was something that was really stupid, that they put up a happy birthday, Chris Chibnall, and there was like, kill yourself in the comments, like, guys, can come we, on, st- can we stop this? He didn't ruin Doctor Who, just come back in Doctor five- Who ruined him. Just come back in five <laughs> years when when, when you yeah. when, you know when he's gone if you don't like it and it might be better for you it Who might knows? be worse yeah. it might be worse for us I personally really enjoyed his work this year and I will continue yeah, to so say I. that uh, but I've also I don't want to re- reveal what it is I've already revealed to you but I'm working on this massive project for the main channel this massive editorial he is going to do uh no
1: I'm joking I wouldn't
0: that I've yeah I've been scripting it's been it's been hell but I'm really enjoying it. It's going to take a while to edit, but while I'm stuck in isolation, I thought, may as well be productive. So, uh, yeah, there is a big editorial coming. Um, I'm working
1: on an animation at the moment as well, as well as possibly starting to script my own like, stop-motion animation series that I'm going to be uploading to YouTube.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, and also check out the uh, Planet Zog Productions channel because there will be an audio adventure coming out soon. Not a Doctor Who audio adventure, just an audio adventure however me and George if we have time we might script a, a Doctor Who audio adventure or something get one done maybe uh, yeah that'd be something to do because I know some people are wanting for more audio adventures to easily get but I, if you guys are Spotify if you're listening on now just go, search a Big Finish there's tons of it
1: I was going to say you, there's, there's literally tons of it
0: <laughs> there's not much of their new stuff so it's most of their old backlog but however that stuff's really good as well um, yes, so definitely. I would recommend it But I, George, I think it's time for some news.
1: It's time for the news.
0: Okay, so news time. Obviously, we talked about the, um... We've talked about the rewatches that happened. However, before we get into one that is coming up, we've got two things to talk about. So did you, uh... Obviously, I told you about this. You saw the Strax thing last week. Well, you watched 30 seconds of that. But did you know that Jake Dubman did a Rose, the sequel? I r- did. Written, I still r- haven't seen it. Written by Russell T. Davis. Um, it's really well done. It's about so what happens in it is there's a bit of lasting and there's a small bit of nesting consciousness left, and it's literally like its last ten minutes to live, and okay. it tries to like contact people and stuff, and it's really really good. Like you can tell that it's Russell T. Davis writing this. Yeah. It's so good because it's only from the perspective of this, but like Daleks get named dropped, Cybermen. All that stuff, like, it's amazing. Nice. Also, Jake Dubman on audio is phenomenal anyway. He's got yes. such gravitas in his voice that it just works for me. And I think it's really, really good. So I'd I have to say recommend giving that one a watch. We didn't get any new uh, stuff for the, um, for the Vincent and the Doctor one, but I don't think we were going to, because no writers were involved for that one. I don't, you know, but I, I still yeah. enjoyed the Vincent and the Doctor one. You almost joined the Vincent and the Doctor one, but it crapped up, didn't it? Your internet
1: yes, crapped
0: up. Yeah. But George, do you like book competitions?
1: Uh, I like books. So yeah, sure.
0: Because uh, Candy Jar books, uh, people that created the the Brigadier Lethbridge-Stewart novels, are having oh, nice. a book competition. Cool beans. Uh, following the success of the first two Lethbridge-Stewart short story competitions, Candy Jar is presenting a third competition. So they've already done two. Uh, so guys, if you want to do this. Um the entry p the entry p fee is five pounds. Uh submissions can be edited from the twenty of March to the twenty fourth of September. So you got any nice. uh here are the rules, a minimum of three thousand words. You must include your name in the document. Uh so it has to be for a Microsoft Word as well or uh or you know, that sort of thing. They don't accept PDFs. Uh, it's open to anybody, whether you're a fan of Doctor Who uh, or not, so you know you can do it. You can not you cannot use any Doctor Who characters or monsters though, because they don't want to get hey. in trouble. So, they those are the rules. Get writing. Uh, however, they um, they so they do allow license for any characters in the Doctor Who series, Doctor Who series, the Abominable Snowman, Webber Fear, and the Dominators. So there you go. And you can use any sort of uh, original character from them. So if you guys want to get writing, get creative in this period. You may as well, 3,000 words, it's not that much, you can get that done, send it in to Candy Jar, £5 entry, and if you win, I believe you get in their next book. Nice. I believe they release a book full of short stories.
1: Cool, 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 cool.
0: Let me just check. You cannot use the word unit as well. But no. So yeah, if you, uh, with the opportunity to enter the brand new writing competition... So yeah, you get to go in the book.
1: Nice, sounds good.
0: So yeah, guys, get writing, and then finally, we have another rewatch on the docket, George.
1: Nice. It's
0: nice, hashtag fish custard.
1: Yay, eleventh hour.
0: It's the eleventh hour. Nice,
1: nice, nice, nice. And we got them like off. the moth. We got the moth. We got the moth.
0: With his, with it. we always joke that he's got his bottle. We got his glass of wine. Yeah, he's, he's always drunk. drunk. Good enough. <laughs> Do
1: you know what would be good?
0: Yeah, <laughs> if, it's, if
1: uh, he he is now abstracts
0: Hillywood. Hillywood.
1: He's, I'm trying to write. So no, it's three
0: it's and... the third of April on Friday, seven p.m. Guys, get involved again. These are good. Eleventh hour is a cracker. So I don't yeah. see why you wouldn't want to get involved. It's just it's it's some fun, isn't it? I'm. Obviously, I'm not going to give my opinion on the amount of hour because we haven't done it on the pod yet. Um, and also, I've made a spreadsheet of episodes coming up, but George doesn't want to know them because he doesn't like knowing things.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't, I'd like knowing what I've got to do a week before I've got to do it. Um, and in podcast sense, that's not very long. Uh, <laughs> no. So I, am, I find out what we're doing next week when you do.
0: Yes. There's no confirmation yet whether Matt Smith will be a part of this one, um, but we do know the moths there. So yeah. hopefully we can get Smith back. He seemed pretty fun on Twitter. Get Arthur Darvin involved, why not eh? Yeah, why not? <laughs> you need something to do. Now there was a tweet from the Matt Smith account where Matt Smith was like, is Rory dead yet? Or something. <laughs> I don't know if that was to dig at Arthur Darvin or whether it was just him questioning.
1: Not knowing if, yeah, where it is in the series.
0: Because obviously they film these in random orders. They don't film. They don't film it. If you guys don't know, on film sets they don't shoot the stuff like we view it. They have filming blocks with different directors and different countries they got to go to. So sometimes, and also they won't shoot an episode in order either. It will be all around the place. So the yeah. first uh, the first day on set for them was when they walk into the church, and she and Amy's like, "I'm sorry, you're sad." And he's like, "But I'm not." And then she's like crying and he's like, why are you sad? And she's like, I really don't know. <laughs> it's because she's thinking of Rory. Actually, um, their,
1: their first time on, on set for Series 5 with Matt Smith and everything was... Um,
0: I was just talking for that episode, but...
1: Oh, but I see. <laughs> I was going to say their first time on set was uh, the uh, Stone and Flesh or whatever. Flesh and Stone. Oh, was it? Yeah. When nice. they're outside. When they're outside the crash Byzantium.
0: Also, Oh, so uh, Alex Kingston was in Matt Smith's first scene. Yeah. That's so. why he's got weird hair in that episode. Yeah. That makes sense. I was always like, Why has he got strange hair in that app but then it goes back to normal? But um no, we got a bit of merchandise to go through, so uh yeah, let's get to the merchandise. Did you say merchandise?
1: We've got merchandise.
0: We do. Oh, we got a little shop.
1: I love a little shop.
0: Only one piece of merch this week, but it's still merch. I think it's something George will be interested in. Not for me personally. What is it? It is Charlie the boy. brand new five point five inch thirteenth Doctor electronic TARDIS.
1: Electronic TARDIS this time. Yes. That's already that's been a thing for ages, mate.
0: The thirteenth Doctor it was brand new, mate.
1: No, the thirteenth Doctor.
0: It's brand Tardis. new. It's it, coming. It's not
1: I've seen reviews of it already.
0: It's not even available on Amazon yet.
1: The flight control TARDIS?
0: No, not that one.
1: Oh, the the inside? Yeah. Oh, okay. I now know what you're talking about. Uh, that sounds cool. That might be something for me. Yeah. The
0: thirteenth, the Doctor Thirteenth, Doctor Tardis is a replica of the Tardis featured in the iconic sci-fi series. The Electrolux Tardis has multiple features, including opening doors and takeoff/slash landing sound effects. In, in the TV series, the Tardis reconfigured itself in the thirteenth Doctor with a striking new crystalline and honeycomb detailed control room, otherwise otherwise entitled an ugly control room. But that's <laughs> my opinion. I don't know. what We, we have never actually talked about a TARDIS. What do you think of thirteen TARDIS? This is a good time. This is a good time to chat about this. I like it. it. I, I, it's too dark for me. It's the reason I don't like the Series 1 and 2 Tenant one. Or the Eccleston Tenant Series 2 one. Yeah. I, I, it's just a bit dark. But the issue with the Jodie one is it looks so small.
1: Yeah.
0: Whereas, the, the, like, as you said, we, we agree on what the best TARDIS is. Matt Smith's first. Matt Smith's first. Honest.
1: Yeah, of course. 100%
0: because it's so big I know a lot of people don't like it actually it was voted the second worst hardest of all time in Doctor Who magazine really but I really like it I um,
1: love
0: it it's I love just, it to bits no, I just don't, I don't like this one I won't be picking this up but I'm not big in my figs Um, this doesn't it's not being exclusive they're available to order from character options online fantastic
1: I hate character
0: you can also get it from Forbidden Planet don't give don't Good. give don't give character the direct money also, because I believe they're asking for more than Amazon is, which is amazing.
1: Nice. Uh, how much is it?
0: On Amazon.co.uk, it it is £17.99.
1: Bloody hell. Uh,
0: and on Forbidden Planet, well, character, uh, getting 25 out you, mate. And on Forbidden Planet, it's 22 not 49 So Amazon is the cheapest place for you. Yeah. Cool. Right. Now, we've got some non-Who news that I forgot about, so sorry. But this is just to wind up George, so it's not really news. Um, Well, it is news, but only because I'm joking. So, Sony Pictures have pushed back many of its major tentpoles for 2020, including, but not limited to, Morbius, which stars Matt Smith, don't you know? Um, Mm. Ghostbusters Afterlife. The Uncharted movie. Can that thing catch a bloody break, please? And then, also... Set to be its biggest blockbuster of the year, Peter Rabbit 2 is oh, pushed no. back to 2021. Really, January 15th. You gotta wait another 10 months, mate. I, 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 I can't.
1: I can't, man. You can't do it. I can't do it. I need my Peter Rabbit.
0: You need your James Corden, because we all need more James Corden. More James Corden, James Corden. You, we, need, yes. we all need the James Corden stuff in the in your life. It's mental. Um, another quick thing as well, I just want to say, uh, I don't know if she won't be listening, but I want to say thank you for Jodie Whittaker for that lovely message that we got because I know it actually um, my young nephew saw it and he got very excited. So thank you for nice. bringing him some fun. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, it was released on Twitter like a maybe... I did not know you had a nephew. Yeah, man. Uh, hey. only, only like five months old, but he was loving it. Um... He, the weird thing is about him is he so he's really into he's not into animation at all. He doesn't like it. He'll just go to sleep but like there's some TV shows he really likes watching. He'll stay awake. Okay. So he loves the news. Don't ask me why. <laughs> he's 5 months old but he'll, he'll stick on the news. And then he loves things like Doctor Who. And then one time they thought he went to sleep when my um when his parents watched the Sopranos. He apparently he woke up. Doing the, so he loves he loves the Sopranos. But no, he he was like giggling and stuff. So yeah, he really enjoyed it. If you guys don't know, it was just Jodie Whittaker, I think in her wardrobe or something, in a cupboard somewhere or something, uh, pretending to hide from some Tarans. And she was like, you will be okay. You'll get through it. And I think this universe needs a doctor or something. It was really cool. Just uh, something nice, you know, because she didn't have to do it and she definitely no, wasn't asked to do it i think she and i like the fact she got into costume as well so you know it doesn't really break the because I, I, as i said you could show a young kid that and go oh look the doctor's also in quarantine be you know be the good. doctor's
1: also fighting coronavirus
0: so I, I just think it's really a really nice thing yeah. again we need more i'd say well done who community for the past week you've done you've done well you've done well yes. Um, You've done good. Hoff. you done good, but uh, did you actually watch the clip?
1: Yeah, yeah, of course.
0: But, because it, I think again, it's something that I didn't know I needed, but when I saw it, it just you know,
1: like Buzz Lightyear. You don't know you want a Buzz Lightyear until you have one.
0: I've never owned a Buzz Lightyear.
1: Yeah, oh, that's because you. That's because you. You didn't know if you wanted one yet. Yeah? I got one at a car boot sale, and I've literally had it on my shelf now for like three years, and I love it.
0: To infinity and beyond yeah it's just absolutely crazy right though george it's review time
1: it is time for the review
0: lovely stuff so if you couldn't tell by 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 the title of the podcast or the sound today we're talking about the mandalorian and we always start off our reviews with a, a turn to george's synopsis corner
1: yep It's my synopsis corner So basically the Mandalorian is set in the Star Wars universe Um, It's Disney's canon So, you know, it doesn't mean much
0: Um, I have a quick question, do we know when it is set? uh, It's set
1: just after episode 6 Episode 6 Because he mentions that the Empire isn't a thing anymore he does yeah so I believe it's set after episode 6 um <clears throat> which is of course Return of the Jedi um so basically AKA the best Star Wars movie done at me we we join our hero as he's shooting some bad guys basically our main hero is a Mandalorian who is a bounty hunter sounds like Boba Fett but it's not Boba Fett um
0: it's actually Pedro Pascal yes it is
1: uh I'm going to give an actual synopsis this time, rather than going through the entire story of it, because I'll be honest, I don't remember a lot of it. Um,
0: We had to watch two episodes this week, so it's a bit...
1: uh, A Mandalorian bounty hunter is tasked with finding a very specific um, fugitive, and it isn't... it isn't Ruth. Uh, So, basically, he heads off, uh, and meets up with some unexpected, uh, friends he makes on the way. There's this weird, like, old guy who, for a little bit, I was like, that is Warwick Davis, it has to be, and then it wasn't because his legs were too long. Uh, and, basically, he, uh, he finds this fugitive, and, uh, before he was told that this fugitive was a 50-year-old man, but it turns out that this fugitive is a little green baby, um, who looks suspiciously like an old Jedi master. Um... Turns out this baby is more than it seems and uh, the Mandalorian basically has to trade with Jawas, find a big hairy egg and get to the end of his, uh, and get all of his parts of his ship back whilst this little tiny baby yodeling is all like, uh, is all cute and, and adorable and yes. lovely.
0: I don't know what uh, Yoda's race is. Uh, nobody knows
1: it's... what Yoda's race is.
0: But it's not actually. Yoda yoda but i I, I found it quite funny i have a
1: theory about this i have a theory that
0: do you want to get into it later no no,
1: we'll get into this now because it's not like a big theory i think that yoda's species rebirth themselves after death and that this is actually yoda and that's why he knows how to use the force either that or his his race is just naturally force sensitive and it's the last of the yoda race but it was thought that yoda was the last of his race so i genuinely think that that if you don't kill a Yoda, a, a, one of Yoda's species properly, he'll just rebirth himself. But then, obviously, we see Yoda's Force Ghost in in uh, Last Jedi and shit like that. So who knows?
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. But no, uh, the Mandalorian. I just want to say was created by John Favreau, which is. Genuinely, Happy Hogan created this show. Yes, and it's actually atch- like credit to him, first of all, um, but also the the episodes so far have been directed by uh, Dave Fulany and Rick Fawleyuliara. <laughs> Sorry about the butchering of the spelling, um, and also yeah, it stars Pedro Pascal, Nick Nolte, Taika Watiti and more.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize that Taika Waititi was in it until I saw his um naming the credits of that episode and I was like what who did he play and then uh and then like in the I was like listening out and I like scrolled back through the episode and was like oh he was the droid
0: <laughs> yeah um but George what did you think to uh, Mandalorian man
1: uh I I'm quite partial to anything Star Wars and um obviously with Disney taking in control Star Wars has been a bit um off recently, but I Skywalker is second best Star Wars movie. Don't like. oh my god, you d- don't say that on the internet, mate.
0: I mate, I am. I'm, I'm doing you, it. You I, are
1: actually going to get.
0: I'm gonna get shredded. I know, gonna get but shredded, I Shredded, mate. I, I love it. I'm sorry, I do. Do you? I, 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 yeah, genuinely, I still do. Why
1: is Oh my god, really?
0: It's my second favorite.
1: You obviously. It's where it's why Empire Strikes, is, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back is.
0: Empire Strikes Back is like my fifth favorite Star Wars movie. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a bit... I'm a, I don't know. You definitely... prefer...
1: No, because I know that your least favourite Star Wars is Attack of the Clones. You prefer definitely. Phantom Menace.
0: Uh, actually, everyone does. No, <laughs> Phantom Menace my... is dreadful. <laughs> yeah, you're, only, you're alone there, mate, in, the, in all the rankings no, of Attack mate. of the Clones. Are normally the... It's even normally Attack of the Clones or Solo, but I haven't seen Solo I haven't seen Solo, I think I might actually I w- watch it. I will do, because it's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So.
1: I can't believe you think. Okay.
0: I'm sorry, but I think what I think.
1: Yeah, sure, man. I mean. Um. I, I mean. I do. I do. I do also
0: enjoy Last Jedi, and I enjoy uh, F- Force Awakens. Force Awakens so is good. Maybe I'm just a Disney shill. Who knows? Um. <laughs>
1: I think I think that you're actually sent to the to the planet by Disney. And that you're not maybe actually. You do.
0: Well, no? Because they made the worst film of last year by a country freaking mile. What was that? The Lion King remake. Um, okay. But yeah, so I don't, I don't enjoy everything Disney do. Don't worry. I but George, what did you think you of think, Mandalorian? Yeah,
1: I thought it was very good. Um,
0: I thought it was very good as well.
1: I can't. I'm still trying to get over that you think that that the, the uh, what's it even called Rise of Skywalker <laughs> is the bet is I, your I've favorite told you Star Wars this film. I know second. you. You're second. Your second favorite because what's your first?
0: Return of the Jedi. Return of the
1: Jedi. Return of the Jedi is a good one.
0: Which normally is people's least favourite of the original trilogy, so maybe I'd have bad opinions. Really? Normally, yeah.
1: I like Return of the Jedi. I um, do like Return of the Jedi too. Anyway, right. Back on track. I did like this one. I, I liked... Um, so it sets up the character really well, I think. Doesn't necessarily give him a backstory, but alludes to it.
0: He doesn't need one, either. He's
1: a Mandalorian, that's what we need to know. All like, you
0: need to know about this guy is that he kicks ass, and he looks good doing it. Unless he comes across a big space rhino, in which case, he's about to get his ass kicked. Yeah,
1: he's about to get his uh, butt kicked.
0: Um, The first thing on... I mean, I really enjoyed it, too. I thought it was cracking. Uh, Jeez, it's, always good, it's always good with a show... That I almost watched episode three, but I can't because in two weeks' time after I our re- yeah, next Doctor Who again. show, we have to watch. Oh, by the way, I'm so happy there's recaps at the start of every episode. Yeah, so am that I. means I don't have, that means I don't have to go back and watch episode one and two, or at least try and remember what happens if there's a recap showing all the important stuff. It was really cool. Um, but no, I I thought the IDent looked cool. Star Wars IDent. Yeah, and like the
1: really entire nice. like, I saw Darth Vader's head and was like, oh my god, what? And then. And then, yeah, it, it like changes. It's so cool. It's
0: so cool. This shows that when you let a creator do what they want in the Star Wars universe, like Jon Favreau, mm. I'm pretty sure, obviously, there was some Disney meddling, there's no doubt, because they're Disney. But uh, if you let them do what they want to do, you'll get results. Yes. Definitely. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, obviously, Rise of Skywalker isn't a perfect film. If anything, it's very badly made in terms of if you want a linear storyline. Yep. <laughs> like I just personally like the film on its own merits because... Hey, I like an ending, and I like cheesy. They gave Palpatine that,
1: chill a, a family.
0: I don't... Yeah, man, Palpatine fucks now. It's cool. Um, oh, my God. Excuse my language. Um, yeah, but, man, we're on
1: Spotify now.
0: You can't... <laughs> um, but, no, I, I enjoy it. I, I, I enjoy it for what it is. Do you know what? I don't. If you want my actual quick opinion, I don't think it's a very good movie, but I enjoy it a lot. It, so I, I know okay. I know it's poorly made within the trilogy. I respect that. But I I okay. enjoy it. I, I, it's I, like I th-
1: how I know that Amazing Spider Man 2 is the worst Spider Man film ever. But I still have a soft spot for it.
0: That's sort of me in Spider Man 3. That's why that's why Spider Man 3 is my favourite of the original trilogy of Spider Man movies. Nice. Again, we, we need to do an episode on the original trilogy because I think that's why actually no, we might end with us punching each other in the face somehow, even though we're not huh? in the same room. The original trilogy of Spider-Man movies. I know you actually think they're really good, and I think they're really, really bad. Oh man.
1: Um,
0: we just but, like
1: don't agree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, we apparently we do on this though, but I have to say the first thing that came that that made me go "What the hell?" is the look of this show. It yeah, looks like man. a movie. It every does. episode, the budget must be insane. Because I was like, "Oh, okay, it's gonna look a bit out of place," sort of like. When you have a film and they do a television spin-off, it's like it's not going to look as good. Um, yeah. For example, the, the uh, the uh, what was it, the Star Wars Christmas special. Yeah. But no, this looks really good. Like, this looks like it could be a film quality stuff. They've done incredible with the look of this film. Yeah, man, totally. The action, the action oh, is Oh, the action is awesome, yeah, yeah. The action is phenomenal. Like, that is the best part of this show. Because in episode one, he was obviously it's the beginning, and he's sort of just meandering around the place for the first twenty-five minutes, and you're like, okay, this is this is fine, it's interesting, but nothing's happening. And then as soon as we get that fight where they're, they're trying to get the thing that they need to get, it just goes up a notch, and it's insane, and I freaking loved it.
1: Um, now would be a good time to say if you don't want spoilers on the Mandalorian. Turn at least away episode now. one and two. At we're least not. We're not. We one two, yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's just it's it's really good I mean you sort of spoiled it when you said that he finds Baby Yoda um, to be fair though if you didn't know Baby Yoda exists then you've done a very 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 good job at hiding away from spoilers uh, but, no I think again it was just I wasn't surprised at how good it was because I knew it would be high budget yeah but I was like when, when, the, when the fight scene ensued especially we'll get into episode 2 a bit later because I think we should just talk about episode 1 then go to episode 2 um, but this the the fight at the end of episode one was really good. Um, mm. Also, I you know would do you agree with that? The fight scenes are like the best thing about the show. Cause yeah, they were really cool. Oh, also, this I'm surprised it's only a plus plus twelve because the guy gets cut in half in the first. Yeah, five he get,
1: literally gets diced by a tavern door. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, uh it's awesome. I like the fact that our character doesn't like droids as well. It's just a little personality trait. It just doesn't like droids. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> but, like no droids. It's, it's like uh, I can tell I that sh- it's
1: the top of the
0: buttons he's like, No droids. I don't want so them. So he gets this like old
1: dude He's like, Where do you wanna go and then he gets
0: eaten <laughs> Yeah. But it's something we still don't know what that is yet. Um I assume we'll find out.
1: It was when uh, the Blue guy at the beginning as well. I didn't get his name, but the he was very funny. I liked him a lot.
0: Yeah, he was like, I got a lot of money, you know. I know, I've got a, like, I've got
1: a lot of money. That's why I uh, I offered to to hire a barge. <laughs> I've
0: got a lot of credits. Got a lot of credits. Man, How much they the paying you? Yeah. The Mandalorians like Sh- shut up, dude. You're not having it yourself, and th- yeah. And then he's like, I was hoping to see the family at this thing, and he's like, that's probably not going to happen now. And he's like, probably not. And then fruit fruits him in freaking carbonite. Yeah. That was insane. Hey, he goes downstairs,
1: doesn't he? And he's like, uh, and he looks through all these things, and he just sees, like, I assume his comrades or whatever. And they're all like, just frozen there.
0: Because the thing is, I I was reading up and some people were like, this is more Star Wars Disney fan service, and I was like, if it's established in the films that someone can get frozen in Carbonite, it would have been a different story if that was Han Solo in Carbonite, because that wouldn't have made any sense.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: But the fact that it was just some random dude, it makes i sense. I'm so, I'm, I was thinking to myself, you always get those complaints from other fans that are like, well, if this character can do that, why don't they do that all the time? Yeah. You know, in a show, like, why doesn't the Doctor just go back in time and fix things? Why doesn't every villain, that enemy that the Empire have, just freeze them in carbonite? Because then they can't really come back. Yeah, Unless you're Han Solo, because, you know... Because his Han Solo,
1: His Han Solo, Solo.
0: Xbox Connect. Um Yeah. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Oh, that's why I started singing it.
0: Good. good.
1: I'm Han solo, um, solo, I'm Han Solo. I'm Han Solo, I'm Han Solo, Solo. Dreadful.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, it's just it's really good stuff. I really like I really like the fact that this is a different side to the uh, Star Wars universe that I actually want to see. Yes, like they could like Solo. I don't need to see a Han Solo backstory movie. That's why I haven't watched it because mm. I don't need to know how he gets his name. Why do we? His name is Han Solo. It is what it is. But mm. this side of the universe is bounty hunters. Obviously, we have Boba Fett and Django Fett and stuff in the in the series in that main series film. Yeah. but we we don't know much about them and their, their lore and we get a little bit in episode two which i'll talk about a line that i really liked um also they did a really good job in this to make it feel like it is the star wars universe it didn't feel like a knockoff it didn't feel like this this it definitely felt like we could have had the movie characters go to these places
1: i was gonna say like uh, Jar was being in the second episode and stuff like that and yeah I agree with that. And when he's... um Even the land speeders they were using in like the first five minutes were reminiscent of um, Luke's in New Hope and everything. Yeah,
0: it's just... It's really good. And then when you see the stormtroopers in episode one, it's like, ah, oh, they look so Yeah, good. and they're all,
1: like, like, beaten up and everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just... It's insane, and... I like, also, I like the amount of mystique behind the Mandalorian character. Like even the, even the Stormtubers didn't even really want to touch him. They put his guns towards him. But when he came in, they were looking him up and down. Just little things like that. Yeah. It gives the Mandalorian character such presence. And the characters he was speaking to and doing trades with, that was really cool. And then they were like, your reputation will you and stuff. It's just really good writing. Really good writing. Um, good work from Favreau. But obviously, as we say, the story picks up when he goes to this planet, meets Nick Nolte, who is the small dude. It's Nick Nolte. Okay, cool. Uh, and, uh, you know, he, he gets attacked by these creatures, but Nick Nolte blow darts and, and stuff. Um, and then he, like, does a, does a bit of, would you say, training with the creatures? I um...
1: Yeah, there's, like, a weird training sequence where he sort of, like, has to learn how to ride this this two-legged yeah. dog
0: Thing yeah. horse. But Nick Nolte has a lot of respect for the Mandalorian. Yeah. He like he's like, You are a Mandalorian, you're gonna
1: Your ancestors the- used to ride these giant beasts and you can't ride that young supple female thing. I don't know why I went into that much detail with it, but you get what I mean.
0: Whatever you're into, Torchman, just wow. to keep, keep, keep it going, um Keep it going. Keep her going. <laughs> It's just, I, again, I, I'm struggling to come up with words to describe how impressed I am visually. Because the story hasn't really kicked off yet. This is sort of like the prelude. I assume the next six episodes is when we'll really get him on like a, a season-long quest yeah. to do something. Because these first two episodes... Is him well, just, I think uh, it's going to f- f-
1: be... He's going to end up not trading in Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah, d- He's going to have to protect Baby Yoda from the rest of the bounty hunters that are coming after it.
0: Uh, but if you guys haven't seen it, I definitely urge you to watch this. Go get Disney Plus; it's a great service. Six pound a month for all that stuff.
1: Yeah, I believe so.
0: Bargain, bargain, mate, bargain. Um, just, it's another phenomenal uh, bit of just quality to storytelling. I get. I just, I I love the fact because this could have gone horribly wrong. Yeah, it could have felt like such a rip off of Star Wars, and could have been like, I couldn't imagine Luke going over there. Also, I'm happy they didn't just pull nostalgia straight away. Like we weren't on planets we already know. Yeah, we're expanding course. the universe. Obviously, we had creatures like Jawas, which is really good because again, little bits like that. It's not fan service; it just makes sense. Um, yeah. But after we have this training montage, we we just get like the most awesome scene where he's near the merchandise. I call it the mer- it's Baby Yoda, but the merchandise as we know it at that point. And he sees that they've sent another, uh, a, like, droid to help him out from the, from the, whatever they from call the it. From the guild. From the guild, and he's like, oh, for, you know, for God's sake. Drill to...
1: droid, guild droid, oh no. <laughs> um,
0: but the guild droid actually kicks ass. Like, yeah, he's He's awesome. got, like, two guns and stuff. Um, but he makes a massive boo-boo because he, like, makes himself known. And then the Mandalorians got to help him out, and yeah. they have this really cool sequence where they're covering each other, but the droid starts to blow himself up.
1: Yeah, and then uh, obviously it gets to <laughs> a point where he re- Mandalorian realizes that they were not hired by the same person, and that's uh, the Yeah.
0: Him. It's just it's 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 weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's awesome. Man. Um, but that that sequence is so good because. You get so many different angles, and you—you you, sometimes the direct because of the director of this episode. He did a really good job with making you not know where to look. Yeah. for The people, like sometimes they would be right in the corner of the screen on a rooftop. It—it it just, it speaks volumes how much, how good, the action is in this series. Yeah. Definitely. Um, because normally for me, I've—I mean, even in the uh, newer films, blaster fights are so. Boring! Yes,
1: of course. They're They're
0: so dull, but in this, it works.
1: I agree, yeah.
0: Like, whenever you get a blaster fight in Star Wars, you're like, can we just get lightsabers, please? And I'm I'm sure I'm not the only Star Wars fan that thinks that. We all know Han Solo's great with a blaster, yeah, whatever. But still, for God's sake. (laughs) Um, But no, again, I just got... In terms of the actual... I'm sorry for getting really technical... But in terms of the actual production side... But the people in charge of this did a really good job... Making it look and feel like Star Wars... Because that was the biggest hurdle for me... Going into this I was like... Is it going to actually feel like it fits? Yeah. In? Because that's why... Like I'm excited for the Obi-Wan series and stuff... That's... That, I, that obviously it's been delayed now because... Coronavirus... But what can you do? Um, in that scenario... But for me, man, this just felt like Star Wars and that was so good. That was... I don't know what your biggest fear was going or even if you had any worries about the series, but for me, I was just worried that it wasn't going to feel like it was set in the Star Wars universe and this first episode was firmly like, yeah, it's in the Star Wars universe.
1: I I never really have worries like that. Um, If something says that it's set in this specific universe, then I just see it as expansions rather than being like, oh, I don't see this being part of this because I'm sure that... Some alien 5,000 light years away isn't thinking, oh, this film can't imagine that, and it's just us being like sat here doing this. Like, you...
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's just, I don't want to talk about this even more. If I've already mentioned it once. No, it's I, like I class, know what you mean. It is it's like... like, class to me doesn't feel like Doctor Who. No, uh, I see what you well, mean with that, yeah. Whereas Sarah Jane and Torch would even though they're from completely different demographics feel like they're in the Doctor Who universe. And no, that's not just because the Doctor turns up, because the Doctor turns up in class as well. Yeah, I was going to say even, turns and up and even, in the
1: first five minutes.
0: And even... It's the last ten minutes, actually. Um yeah,
1: well, obviously it's iterating,
0: but... But um, even Torchwood, where the Doctor doesn't appear at all, even though Jack's there, it could have just felt like a weird spin-off with Jack. But it doesn't. It does feel like the same thing we met. And there's not even any really repeats of villains in Torchwood. No. You get you get the cyberwoman. You which get the I, guess weebers, is a cyber which I
1: suppose are the closest you get to repeat villains.
0: Yeah, cuz the reapers are sort of like the what are they called, the thing for 11 monsters, is what I remember them looking like.
1: Yeah, like the lion. I think it was literally called like a Leon or something.
0: It's like a Borisk thing, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. Um but that uh, that was my biggest worry that it would just feel so adjacent. But I feel like people would now put the Mandalorian in their watches of the Star Wars universe, which is good. Because that's yeah. what I wanted. I want... The thing about Star Wars, I know what I've said about lore and stuff, but something with Star Wars is it's so expansive. Yeah. It's, you can do so much within it. And I'm happy that Disney haven't gone for the we're going to revisit old characters you love. Because I don't care about the backstory of...
1: Well, they sort of have.
0: No, okay, they, they did it with Solo, which I didn't like.
1: In, oh, I, I did not like,
0: No, I didn't like the idea of Solo. That's why I haven't watched it yet. Because why do I... The main point of Solo, let's be honest, is just he so find out little bits about Han Solo's backstory. Because you know where he's going to end up. I don't want to watch a film where I know that no one's in trouble of dying. It's like
1: watching a prequel where the main character is the same, and you're like, I've seen the movie after this. So... <laughs> it and also, it's like, sense.
0: with a prequel, the character has to grow. But yeah. then if we meet him in the first movie of the trilogy, it's sort of like you revert back to how he was at the beginning of the prequel movie. Yeah. Because the character has to grow within the trilogy that it's originally from um, oh but episode one was so good I, I think episode two was stronger
1: yeah I agree episode um, one you really needed to watch episode one and two together I felt like they were two parts of the same coin you know? yeah
0: and I think the next six I said can be like the actual beginning of the long term story arc yeah type thing also uh, this is a little thing I don't know whether you picked it up I like the fact each episode is called a chapter
1: Yes, yeah. That made that.
0: that made me uh that made me go ooh. Um, but no, if I if we have to give ratings, um, overall I probably give episode one like a seven and a half out of ten. I yeah. thought it was really solid. It, it did everything I wanted to out of it. it. Like what was going on in the episode, I wasn't like super invested, but I was enjoying myself. so yeah. I give it like a seven and a half until that last fight. That I'll, last fight was great. I'll Actually, agree with I do, you there.
1: Yeah,
0: seven and a half. I do need to point out, I love the shot where he's looking. And uh, the robot's like, oh, it's time to kill him, and you only see it from the Mandalorian's perspective. Oh, and and you, you just see the blaster, bullet, yeah. And then you sit and it cuts away and you see him. Fall. I was like, the director's having a lot of fun here, and I appreciate that. I always like watching a movie. This is the reason I really like Taika Waititi, because you know when you're watching a Taika Waititi film.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: And that's that. Like, I like a director that does their own stuff. So, like, John Favreau and his writing was really good in this one. You could tell it was a John Favreau script just by some of the sarky comments. By the way, I love the fact that Mandalorian doesn't talk too much. He only talks when necessary. Yeah. It's so, it's so good because the characters around him, then you sort of build to his character. It's great. Yeah, but 7.5 for me, the first episode. I also thought the music in this was really good. I yeah, love me some yeah. Star Wars music. Uh, Obviously, it's not John Williams, but I thought, obviously, it was still really good.
1: Yeah, it was very good.
0: Also, I like, again, I just really like the production side of things. I like how in the credits you see the concept art. <laughs> Huh? It makes me, in the in the credits, it's all the concept art. Yeah, it? Back- yeah, it's really cool. I I like that, the fact you get the concept art. Uh, because in on Disney+, Plus they have two credits. Uh, one you actually have to sit through to go through to the next episode.
1: Yeah.
0: And then one day, it's just the basic one. I mean, I'd sit through the credits. Not the second long, boring, egregious ones, but I'd sit through those colourful credits just to see the, the, yeah, the art. Yeah, definitely. Because I think it looks great. But episode two is a bit more different this time. Um, hmm. So he picks up Baby Yoda. He's taken him. He's he's done something on his, his wrist so he can control the thing that the Baby Yoda's in. in. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how he does it. Who cares? It's Star Wars. That's my answer. Um, <laughs> it's
1: the same thing as the uh, carbonation thing, isn't it? Carbonite. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think just, that's why yeah, they how... had
1: them in carbonite, so they could say like, yeah, this is a thing that he can do. So when he's doing it later, it's less jarring.
0: There's also a bit of slapstick comedy with like Mandalorian looking at Baby Yoda, and every time he looks, Baby Yoda's asleep. Yeah. Actually, when he looks away, Baby Yoda's away. We're gonna call it Baby Yoda because we don't know what he's called, so. It the child. Just makes sense. I'm not calling it the, the timeless child. He's
1: literally called the child. Like that is what he has been. I'm done. calling it. I'm calling it Baby Yoda. I'm calling him the child.
0: You purist. Yeah, man. Um. But then, he heads back to his ship, and it's been ravaged by Jawas.
1: Jawas! Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I'm back very now. <laughs> Look, you have to understand, I have no idea what this means. It must be the name of a rock group or pop craze. Because it's a couple player, Madame Gaga. Because <laughs> they're messing with him. That's a Toast of London reference that none of you will get, but I enjoyed it. Um... But no, it's been raided by Jawas, and he he meets up with Nick Nolte again, and they're like, right, we're going to sort this out. But the Jawas don't like him, because he shot a few of them. Did he shoot a few of them?
1: Oh yeah, he like disintegrates them.
0: He does disintegrate them, so they ravage his ship, and then... The the Jawas are like, we'll make a deal. But first, you have to get rid of your guns. And he's like, I'm a Mandalorian. Guns guns are
1: part of my religion, yeah.
0: And I love that line so much. Again, it just adds character to... I have to give credit to Pedro Pascal, who plays the Mandalorian. Because he's done it. I I genuinely really like the character. And I know virtually nothing about him. But I still think he's badass. Let's just say I think this is a much better route than doing a, a Boba Fett movie. Yeah, I agree. Even
1: though you know, you um, know,
0: Boba Fett is awesome. Boba Fett is cool, but it's he's sort of a pushover in the original trilogy. I know it sucks. In but that he, sort he of literally
1: is. gets pushed over into the like yeah, Pit. He gets
0: kicked by Luke Skywalker, and the kick is so bad that even anyone can tell that it just misses. So he gets wafted by air.
1: And he's like, shit!
0: Into the Scarlet bit, But oh, I don't know. It's just. It's, it, it's just. It, that sort of stuff. Again. Talking about adding lore, this is the thing about Mandalorian is you don't need to watch this to understand the rest of Star Wars universe, which I appreciate. It's yeah. not going to change what you've already seen, which is good. It just adds a little nugget in there for you to go. This this was happening on this side of the universe while well, Snoke was teaching Kylo Ren, but it wasn't Snoke; it was Palpatine. And oh my god, um, yeah, you know, um, it just it's so. I also like the fact that they're not relying on the usual images you see from Star Wars, so we don't get any of, like, we don't get any lightsabers in this. We get minimal use of the Force. We, you know, we're not getting massive space battles yet. We might get them, who knows? Um, I just, I really enjoy that stuff. I like the new approach to this. I'm sorry we're not talking really about the content of the episodes as much. But the stuff that fascinates me is how they managed to pull this off and make it look and feel like a Star Wars movie, just in eight parts.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: It's it's fantastic, but
1: it, again... is, it is awesome how they managed to continuously bring us new and exciting things, and I, ne- I never feel tired of the Star Wars universe. I feel like there's always more to to t- say and more to tell.
0: Because whatever you, whatever you think about Disney, right? And you can think they, they ruined Star Wars. I personally think the prequels are still worse than the new trilogy. That's my opinion. I still think the original trilogy is king because... It is. It's the it's only one that has an actual story that either, A... No, that it's the only one that has a story that I like and makes sense because the prequels, A, I don't like the story that's being told whatsoever. Um, and B, the, the sequel trilogy has a story that is so inconsistent... It actually makes no sense mm-hmm. so yeah, you go but whatever you think about Disney they know how to get you excited and yes you gotta give them credit whatever you whatever you think I think the issue I think the the, the Star Wars sequel trilogy would have got a lot better if they didn't panic yeah if they were, if they were like right we're gonna add a fourth film and make it a quadrilogy. A quadrilogy. Quadrilogy. A quadrilogy um, yeah. I don't think anyone would have been bothered. I think they would have gone, right, we're going to iron out, get the feel right, plan it out. Because you could tell that they definitely didn't think that Snoke was going to be Palpatine. But then why would they let Ryan Johnson decide to kill Snoke if they wanted to, you know, all that stuff? And it, it, made, it made no sense. I'm not blaming Ryan Johnson for that, by the way. I thought Ryan Johnson did a good job. If they said, hey, Ryan, you do what you please, I'm not going to have a go at the man. For doing what he pleases yeah. to do within the Star Wars, because that's the story he wanted to tell. At least he didn't make another bog standard Star Wars, like, you know. Yeah, of course. Could... But I don't know, this just feels like I, I've, not, I've not seen anything too negative on Mandalorian just yet.
1: No, I've, everything I've seen has been massively positive. I feel like also it's I've, just returned to form I've just... for Star Wars.
0: I've just noticed this week that I'm the only one with my camera on. I've been looking at myself for the past hour or however long we've been doing this.
1: Yeah, man, I'm drawing.
0: He's drawing. Drawing. He's a jawa. I'm really um, hungry. I had lunch, so I'm pretty I'm pretty good.
1: I didn't have lunch. Did I? I don't remember.
0: So long ago. Only about, what, three hours or four hours ago? Minimum. Yeah. You got your curry tonight, though.
1: Yeah, mum and curry tonight. It's going to be nice. What
0: episode was it, like, curry? It must have been... Jim Curry? No, you, no it was an episode where your mum was like, it's curry time, and it was in between it's episodes. pizza time. And then she called you down again a bit later on, and I was like, is it more curry? And it made you laugh. But then that was your mum thinking that we were talking about her. It was a very interesting exchange. Yeah. And we were actually talking about Jodie Whittaker. That's um, the doctor... So no. So the Jawas are like, we need you to get this egg for us so we can eat it. It looked like a pretty juicy egg, to be fair. It
1: uh, looked disgusting.
0: It did, but it looked very.
1: It looked like it looked like a Cadbury cream egg, but like, large. It it looked like somebody had gone. You know what's popular with the kids?
0: Kinder Slime. <laughs> I think it's like Kinder eggs.
1: <laughs> Slime and hairy Kinder eggs. Let's uh. Let's make a hairy kinder egg for the Jawas to eat. Did you notice as well these Jawas had red eyes rather than yellow eyes?
0: Yeah, I did like that addition. Which yeah. I like
1: I like to think that the that, that depending on the planet where the Jawas are depends on the color of their eyes and like it's like the Galapagos Islands.
0: Well, like, I get like a you get you get a, you get get a, a like random a batch of
1: really tall Jawas.
0: <laughs> but I also, I also liked that it looked like they operate slightly differently as well. Yeah, like they there, like there was there was more Jawas here than the. Obviously, it's a budget thing, but I looked like they were operating slightly differently. Also, that disintegration gun was sick. I'm sorry, yeah, the right gun that he just shoots and it's awesome. Uh, yeah, so no, place. but to get this egg, he has to go to. Uh, this, I'm gonna call it a space rhino Yeah. because it's. It's literally a space rider and I think this was my favourite part of these two episodes. Yeah, definitely. This battle was a... De- I also like to point out that Nick Nolte doesn't follow the Mandalorian anywhere. Nick
1: Knowles? <laughs> no, of course
0: not. Nick Nolte's just like, no, I'm going to hang back. You, you got the... Qu-. It's like it's a, he's a video game NPC. Yeah, it's always like... sends you on the quests. Mm,
1: looking to enter the Cave of Wonders, eh? <laughs> he,
0: he just many he just...
1: Many bounty hunters come by and none returned.
0: Sort of like, I hate to bring it back to Jack and Daxter, but always what Samos would do. Yeah. In, in, Jack, in Jack and Daxter, he always were like, go do this for me. And, you know, and if you didn't do it, he'd bitch at you, but he never does it himself. Yeah. Um, however, no, so he enters the cave to start with. You're thinking, this is smooth sailing. And then, oh no. The rhino sort of punts him out.
1: Yeah, you hear, do, do. and then you're like, oh, cool. It's just, And then he flies out the cave. <laughs>
0: And then we get this cool battle where the Rhinos is charging at the Mandalorian, but then he realises Baby Yoda. And then for like a yeah. brief minute, it's just the Mandalorian trying to protect Baby Yoda. And that was my favourite part of the fight, you know. Yeah. Just the, because you've only known this, like, this, this, the, the child for about 20 minutes, and you already are like, do not kill this thing, do not kill Obviously, yeah, like, you know it's not going like... to die. But again, just awesome stuff. It's like, gen- I
1: wasn't expecting... Baby Yoda to be using the Force in this episode.
0: I do, I do. You know what? I love the way it came about, though.
1: Yeah, because obviously, uh, there's a part where the Mandalorian is trying to heal, uh, like, like heal himself with a zappy, zapper gun thing, and he's trying to basically cauterize his wound. And Baby Yoda like waddles up beside him and like tries, re- like, waving his hand around the wound to try to heal it. And the Mandalorian yeah. doesn't know what he's doing, so he just picks him back up and puts him in the cot and like comes back over and then starts doing it again.
0: Yeah, it's, Great. it's little things like that because I was really worried. Obviously, I, I assumed that Baby Yoda would use the Force because at the time, I thought it was Baby Yoda. Yeah. But um, I was really worried that, like, the Mandalorian would have to teach in the Force, even though the Mandalorian isn't Force-sensitive and it'd be, like, that sort of thing. Yeah. I'm happy that... I'm actually quite happy we got past the the teaching of the Force thing because that's been overdone in Star Wars. I don't want to see another yeah, series course. where a young, Force-sensitive user has to learn the the use of the Force. Uh, because I think it's rubbish. <laughs> because I've seen it too many times. It's I like three it.
1: times to be precise.
0: I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it in the 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 original trilogy, the sequel trilogy. However, the only thing I i tell you one thing I don't like about Rise of Skywalker. I don't like the new force powers because if they've been around, why haven't they been used? Qui Gon could yeah. use that. Qui Gon could be great for that. Yeah, <laughs> Just true. Bring them back together. Um, but I like the fact the baby Yoda as well. You can see that because he's so young. He's fifty years old, by the way. But, yeah, I know. Um, the fact he struggles, he's not quite there yet. Yeah, you can tell that he's struggling, and it takes up all his energy and stuff. But this fight with the rhino is brilliant. It's sort of like an old um, raging bull type fight where it's like attracted to different things. It will like just run at you.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Also, I love the design of the muddy suit and stuff. I like the fact that it doesn't just yeah. And he's he like
1: gets- covered in mud by the end of it cleaned up he's like you waited that long and he's like What well, i was surprised you took that long
0: yeah and it just it was also the cgi budget is sensational yeah there man. there wasn't because obviously we obviously the bbc aren't haven't got the money of disney but i there's always that one bit of doctor who even today we're like that didn't look great or uh,
1: series 12 was actually very good at it
0: series 12 was consistent i'll give yeah. You that yeah yeah it looked sensational but you know the, the ones in the past where you get yeah. like a spaceship in series 3 and it looks dreadful um, but everything looked great in this one uh, but that fight was I, I also really loved the use of audio I i don't know why I'm getting so technical about this but I really did enjoy the use of audio in these fights Yeah. because there's rarely any music you're just hearing the sounds and it's really cool
1: yeah I, d- I didn't notice that actually
0: there's not much music going on you just hear like the trudging of the mud and what like, and especially when you don't see what I like the fact they're using the uh they, they they're like using some sometimes you don't see what happens on screen like the bit in the cave yeah. and it's just sound effects because there are so many I think it's, the good thing about Star Wars as well is there are so many iconic sound effects
1: yeah that, blast and like, noises don't, you lightsaber you need to
0: see that what's going on to yeah, know, of course you could just hear it and that's why I think Star Wars audios would be insane.
1: It's the same thing as, like, uh, hearing a blaster go off is the same thing as hearing a bullet go off. Like, you recognise those noises immediately. You know. Yeah.
0: Um, but no, he returns the, e- the disgusting hairy egg, like you say. He finally defeats it by stabbing it in the throat.
1: Yeah, he, stab- he literally, like, does stab it in the throat, I suppose.
0: And I looked at the thing, and it's plus nine for this episode. So you know, nine-year-old. Well, it's just it's. Uh, I'm, I'm boring George to death. Look,
1: no, I'm just really tired. I'm very hungry.
0: He's tangry. I'm tangry. Don't be a tangerine.
1: Don't be lasagna.
0: Um. Just again, it's but no. He brings back the egg, and then like for some reason they have like a chief egg checker. Look, this guy. This yeah, one job. One like, has to check the egg.
1: Wanders over, and then it's like, "Who oh, did <laughs> like, ah, It's, very it's funny.
0: just, it's, it's insane. Like it's just funny, and then they all jump in, and even the Mandalorians like this looks grim. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? Um, so now he gets the spaceship back. They fix him and Nick. No, he fixed the ship, uh, and then he's got to get on his way to deliver young baby Yoda, the child. The child. The timeless child. <laughs> um and then he's like, no, Maybe he's like, maybe when... that's
1: that's what they're working for. Yeah. Maybe they're actually like, the doctor's not the timeless child, Yoda is.
0: And then it turns out that there's been like a, a Star Wars Easter egg in every single doctor. Yeah, Yoda's it season.
1: turns out that the doctor is actually part of the Star Wars universe all of
0: this time. That'd be that'd be mad.
1: Yeah, man. That would, would
0: be, be that would be genuinely that's, that's just mental. Um, I just. And again, do you know
1: what that means? What? It means that Shrek, Doctor Who, and Star Wars are all in the same universe.
0: Land of far, far away.
1: Yeah, the land of far, far away in a galaxy far, far away. Where Shrek's swamp is Dago
0: Does that mean that Funky Town exists in the Star Wars universe?
1: Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Yeah, of course it does. <laughs>
0: And Lord, Lord Farquhar, <laughs> do you yeah. think he's compensating for something? Do you
1: think he's compensating for something? That'll do, donkey. That'll do.
0: Wipe your face. Wipe your
1: face. Yeah, man.
0: If you don't know, kids, it should have been wipe your ass. But no, not He's like, I won't come with you, but you've helped my land, so I'll be forever in your. Yeah, I am eternally grateful. Um,
1: <laughs> you have saved our lives, we are eternally grateful.
0: Uh, and I, do you know what? I really like the scene though, because it, there's a lot of respect here. Yeah. Between these characters. And again, we know a lot more probably about Nick Nolte's character than we did The Mandalorian at this point. So we've kind of been seeing, the, especially this planet, through Nick Nolte's. I, I don't know what the character's called, by the way, I'm sorry. Nick um, Nolte. I assume he'll turn up again. I don't think this is the last to be seen of this bloke. It could be, mm-hmm. for all we know. Could be Nick Knowles. Um it could be yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <They're> <laughs> fixing Fix <up> his Ship. <laughs> yeah, so I was just thinking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um But again, I just really like I really like the dialogue. There's something about John Favreau's dialogue. Whether it's in an Iron Man movie or it's here, that I just really like. Yeah. Um he has a very good way of commanding character. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm kinda of not I'm kinda of sad that we're not having this guy join us on the strip. Obviously, I think we'll pick pick up friends as we go, but I really liked...
1: I liked the return of a lot of uh, practical effects used and stuff like that.
0: Oh, it was so good.
1: It's a nice mixture of of CG and practical, I think, and it it sort of balances the line between the two.
0: And at least this time in a practical effect in Star Wars, it wasn't Luke Skywalker injecting a mitt like a a thing into an animal's nipple and squeezing it out to get green milk. (laughs) True. What were you thinking, Ryan Johnson? Like, why did we need to dedicate thirty seconds to Luke because Skywalker? Because it
1: harkens back to his, his to his blue, blue milk, milk drinking.
0: The blue milk. I do and like. Also, it milk. gave
1: them another drink to sell at Disneyland. What's
0: your kind of favorite milk? Are you a semi-skimmed man?
1: What What does this have to do with?
0: I was just wondering, mate?
1: I am very much a semi-skimmed. I'm a green top.
0: I'm a blue top kind of man.
1: Oh, you're a full fat.
0: I At least none of us are red tops. Cause
1: my mum is because she's lactose intolerant.
0: Yeah, but that's understandable. Yeah. But my 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 stepmother, who isn't, just drinks it out of the fact she enjoys it. That's. Milk is just cow pus. Uh, that's all it is. Thank you for that. It's just pus. But it tastes so good. Uh, no, uh, and then we end the episode off with a if nice. If you
1: chilled human pus, do you think it would taste the same?
0: Can we not get into this? <laughs> Probably. Do you not. Know ah! <laughs> no. Oh man! I feel like it tastes like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't... Let's not get with this. lasagna. Oh, why would it taste like tomato? <laughs> tomato and cheese, isn't it? Uh, what would you like on your pizza? Um, pus.
0: <laughs> Just a bit of pus. Oh man, pasta. It look it look a bit look a bit yellow and greeny though. Uh, uh, what what we uh. doing? Sorry, listeners. So we sort of leave the series with uh, the Mandalorian and uh, the child going on the space adventure. We get a nice little joke with the characters where. Uh, the Mandalorian looks at Baby Yoda and he's asleep in the cot and then we get the same joke where he looks away and the Baby Yoda wakes up and it's like, ah. And then they go into hyperspeed and roll credits, yeah. baby. Um, really good stuff. Episode two. I enjoyed it a lot more than episode one and I thought episode one was great. It's because yeah. it's a good, a good third of it was just that fight.
1: Yeah, and then I feel like the first episode was just him walking about for a bit.
0: Yeah, it was sort of meandering, it was sort of Yeah, I feel like,
1: like I say, I feel like these two episodes needed to be watched back to back to get a good idea, and to find a good place to actually finish it off.
0: Yeah, because obviously, if you guys don't know, we're going to be watching these for the last few weeks, and then if if quarantine's still going on, which it probably will be by the time we finish this, probably just about, because there's eight episodes coming out we'll finish it in four episodes so yeah so yeah before Mandalorian episodes they say we'll do like movie rewatches and stuff nothing confirmed yet um but just genuinely some really solid television and this isn't this is never going to be one of my favourite TV series of all time let's get that straight out of the way now yeah but I thought for a Star Wars show I said that the Star Wars is bad. I really like Star Wars for something that I thought was just going to be all right. I ended up really enjoying it. I really want to find out what happens next. As I said, it's always really good when when you have to try not to watch the next bit of a series you're half reviewing, and I yeah. really wanted to watch episode three. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it. No, this is this is you know, I don't know want to turn to Boris Johnson, but uh,
1: uh, the. UK, I've got coronavirus.
0: <laughs> do UK have coronavirus? No,
1: I said the UK, and then I have coronavirus because Boris Johnson has coronavirus.
0: Yeah, I hope Boris is doing all right. Actually, yeah, so do I. You know, all respects to Boris. and Paul Chuckle. Paul Chuckle was announced out today. You're joking, no man. No, but
1: he's the only chuckle left.
0: I really like him as well. Yeah. You know, but. You know, Chuckle Vision all that. Chuckle, Chuckle Vision, Chuckle Vision.
1: Ba, 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 ba da 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 da, da I used to get that stuck in my head every day at school. What Chuckle Vision? Chuckle Vision theme tune. Well,
0: yeah, because it's head just in. it's just Chuckle, Chuckle Vision. Chuckle no, it, vision. it
1: was the actual like, like the actual jingle. It well, was no, like, but th- this Chuckle that. Vision. Ba 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 da. da, da, da. I'll tell you what
0: I've had in my head for a week, because I watched it on Disney+. Plus, Steamboat Willie. And it's the most screwed up stuff I've ever watched. in <laughs> oh. No, it's not. It's good stuff. I like it. It's good. Do not want to get
1: copyrighted.
0: Um, but no, I think it's time for scores on the doors for episode 2. I'm giving it a whole mark up. I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. Funny. I,
1: I was just going to give it an 8, yeah.
0: So you're going to go half a mark up and I'm going to go a whole mark Yeah. Up. I don't know, man. I think when the action's good, it's really good. I think, you know, that second fight could be one of the best fights in Star Wars. Yeah? Just for the feel of it. Like, I don't care for any of the fights in the prequels. Even the finale fight, I think, is a bit ludicrous with the, and the Obi-Wan and Anakin I have the high ground I don't like when Star Wars okay. flips and stuff it does nothing for me that's why I really I really like the fights like, I really like the fight in um, Empire I love Return of the Jedi I think it's great I think um, Force Awakens doesn't have many great fight scenes uh, yeah. Last Jedi is cool because it has this scene with the Red Imperial people and then Rise of the Skywalkers finale I really like although it is really really over the top but I really enjoy it. I am all the Sith. And I am all the Jedi. Awesome stuff. Awesome uh, times. But no, I think overall that was a success. We didn't argue. <laughs> Apart from there was that brief Rise of the Skywalker.
1: I, was, I, was good. I don't understand why you like Rise of Skywalker so much, mate.
0: Do you know not me either, but I do. And I like what I like. I don't choose what I like. I just do.
1: Fair. You know,
0: it's like you with Zelda. I don't like Zelda. You can try and mate.
1: Don't bring don't bring Zeldies into this. You this didn't go well last time.
0: <laughs> yeah, children got really annoyed. Yeah, I found it. I found it rather amusing. Um,
1: I, I I didn't stop it.
0: I know you didn't. It was, it was um yeah. It was it was something. Um, was that episode seven? seven? Yeah, can we just. By the way, guys, we were we were, as we were uploading these last night. We looked at episode seven. and We went. This is by far our worst podcast.
1: Yeah, episode we, we, seven's a doozy. Uh, but episode it's eight, the right I think,
0: was really, I, I, you know I really like episode eight because it's not very long. This one's back to our normal length because we had stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, and it was really, really good. But I'll read really like episode eight visitation just because it's quite chill. It was just yeah, half of the chat. Um. But no, guys, I hope you're doing well while we wrap this up and stuff. Please do give us a follow on Spotify. I'm uh, Honestly, we'll try and get this up on iTunes this week. If you're on iTunes, give us a review because I know you can do that on iTunes. Anywhere else, Podbean, Stitcher, Google... Uh, Google podcast you might not, might not be up on all there it will be on our twitters though you can follow me on twitter at alexking underscore dom and you can and follow, you can George follow on me twitter. on
1: twitter now you can follow me at untempered prod
0: so yeah go follow us on twitter we'll be doing a lot of stuff on there as well uh, I'm going to try and get George uh, in the next week to film some stuff about Zog doing a Doctor Who trivia episode not of the podcast just the general ...thing over Discord... Where we can ask each other questions... ...because we did this... ...we did... The, oh, ...should we talk about this... ...we did a really old one... ...on... ...we
1: used to have a different podcast... ...called The Untempered Podcast... ...which was my podcast... ...that I gave up on... ...did it make... Um,
0: ...did it make four episodes...
1: ...we made loads mate... ...we made we, loads... ...I think
0: we only made four or five...
1: ...no mate... ...we made loads... ...because the
0: last one we took... ...we didn't even talk about the Christmas special... ...we were meant to talk about... ...which would have been... Capaldi's last... ...we didn't even get that far... ...and I only met you in September... Really. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think we only made four or five.
1: I remember doing way more, but I don't know. Just and we and we had an upload schedule but yeah.
0: neither of us stuck to... We were just really unorganised back then.
1: Yeah, I would to be honest, if this entire if the timeless podcast was completely down to me, it would not be it would not have lasted this long. <laughs>
0: No, I I had all the edits and stuff, but got to give credit to George because he was the one finding out all the information about RSS feeds it was and stuff. It's not a stressful thing. I mean, even he was stressed. So imagine me trying to do it. I would have not had a bleeding clue. Um, but no, also credit to George as well for the new logo on the uh, on the podcast. I think it looks really sick. Um, you know, just genuinely good stuff. I you know, and hopefully you enjoy the outro music and stuff. Um, but speaking of which, uh, before we get to the outro I would say oh, goodbyes and see you next week or whatever, just to say, hope you guys are doing well. As I said, I'm on Twitter. If you want to have a DM, have a chat, whatever, talk about stuff, let me know. Because yeah. I'll do it, you know. Right now, we need to come together as a community and just, you know, if you want to have a chat, we'll do that. We're all in this together. Also, guys, at this stage, you know, obviously at the minute... Um, You know, but if we if you guys are listening and you want us to talk about a certain subject, tell us. We might do it. You know. Yeah. Like, just don't do it. Something silly. Give us ideas. We're running out. We're not running out just yet. We're not. We're not running cold. (laughs) No, we're (laughs) alright. I just I've done a spreadsheet. We're not running out. I know you got a spreadsheet. (laughs) I mean, if if you don't know, George doesn't like spreadsheets at all.
1: No, it's it's just I. I'm more of a. Do it. Do whatever I feel. Kind of, I yeah, don't where, like planning where, things where
0: is, I like planning things. The thing is, though, with George, he says that I have problem with planning stuff. He has a problem with doing stuff on the spot. So, like, if he wants to go somewhere, he might just plan to go and then go the next day. And that boggles my mind. Huh? I just, like... It's like when, when we originally planned to Cardiff, you were like, oh, don't worry, I'll book, I'll book, like, two weeks before. And I was like, what? I was like, what? Wait, just, what? When we went to Cardiff, originally, you were like, oh, we'll book two weeks before. And I was just like, I can't move.
1: Mate, I was saying, like, book two days before.
0: Yeah, it was mental to me. Like, I two just, weeks
1: I... is still a lot of leeway for me. Yeah,
0: well, it's just mental. I, I, I guess don't
1: work like that. I work weekly. It's
0: because... I guess it's because... I hate to play the disabled card, but when you've got to organise things for disability, you've got to do it well in advance. So I've always just had the mindset of get things sorted. Boom, bang. Know what you're doing. It's a lot... Of, I like to know what I'm doing, but not know what I'm doing, whereas you don't like to know what you're doing. <laughs> Friendship, eh? It works out mm. nicely. Um, Somehow, yeah. But no, um, in terms of the podcast, I think it works well. There are some things yeah. that I... Obviously, this isn't a smooth ship. Obviously, episode 7 did get a bit heated, by the way. Yeah, it, because you know.
1: he said some bad shit about
0: Zelda. I love how you've had to go for me for swearing. I swore once and you've swore like three times. Yeah,
1: fuck off.
0: S- sorry, Spotify gods. Um, yeah, sponsor us, so... Uh, We'll have stop you heard about, if we get a sponsor. Have you heard about the new mobile RPG? Raid Battle Legends!
1: <laughs> you didn't even say it right. Was it? Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, alright. I was trying not to give them some free advertising, mate. They got Raid for that
0: Shadow kid. Legends. Um, but no, I think it's time to uh, you know, get towards the end of the show. So guys, if you did enjoy that, as I said before, please do uh, follow us on Spotify. Give us a review on iTunes. Um, we'll read them out if we get any. Um also just follow us on all the other ones they'll all be, if you check out our Twitter again, me is Alex Alex King underscore Dom, George is at at Untimpered Prod Um, so go check us out there all our updates to the podcast will be on there, uh, but we'll we'll definitely be up by iTunes, on iTunes by the time this pod is out, Uh, I'll make sure of it, i need just find out how to do it, but I'll definitely make sure I find out and upload the RSS feed and all that sorted, Uh, and also yeah, we'll get up on all the other ones as well for you guys uh, but we're still doing the YouTube upload as well. This isn't the last YouTube upload, so just keep that in mind. Next week, we are doing a Doctor Who story, George. What Doctor Who story is it?
1: It's uh, the Beast Below.
0: Yeah, so Matt Smith, Beast Below. We'll be doing that. Make sure you guys join in on the watch of the 11th hour. Use the hashtag FishCustard. And we shall see you guys next week. All the best. Wish you well. Look after yourselves. And stay inside. Wash your hands.